That's interesting. Maybe I, I, I don't know if this question could be related, but when I look at examples, we are human, for example, the sense of time, for example, as our brain um, tries to environment and get this data. And one of the interesting things is I found that um, when we are younger and just grow older, we feel the time is running fast. Because we, we maybe when we are kids, we still experience the world, and uh, and I think that's give us the sense of time maybe longer. But when we grow older, it means it seems that it's times fly. Do you think this something? I don't know. If, do you think this something could be related to what you're trying to understand about the brain and how it process the environment or the time? Yeah, no, I think it's an excellent question. Um, uh, and a very present and current one as well. Um, you know, people are trying to, uh, you know, you know, wh what is time? Um, and not in a, in a trivial sort of, you know, universal clock time, but it, you know, um, um, but how do we construct time when the only reality is a constructed reality from the point of view of the brain as a inverting some dynamic causal model or its generative model of the world? The most convincing answers I have seen. Um, actually speak to the way that you formulated your question in terms of what it is like to be very young, um, where time, so, you know, a week can seem like a year, as opposed to when you're, you know, you're my age, and a year goes by like a week used to go. Um, so I think one of the best answers is that, you know, that once you've, once you've, um, committed to this notion of the you know the remembered present and free from the moment um, we're not really talking now about universal clock time anymore we're talking about something that is constructed um, and people in quantum computation love this because they they just don't like any they like background free computation pure computation so they really don't like space and time as assumptions before you start and i think that's probably exactly right so in the same way that we construct space through a simple explanation for if I move over there, I will see this or I will feel this. Um, we probably also construct time. So that asks that begs the question: what is the metric of time? What you know, what kind of measure equips the time, the constructed time, with um a, with a metric so that you have a you know a dimension of time or an arrow of time and it looks as if it's um, a quantity called um, the information rate or the information length um, and put simply it's a very simple con well it's not simple um, um, but it's a straightforward unmagical construct it's simply the number of belief configurations or probabilistic configurations that you pass through as you move over a statistical manifold. So if in a unit's time, you um, uh, in a unit of universal or clock time, you change your mind very, very little, that means you haven't moved very far in terms of this metric, this information length, and you have a small information rate. But if you've changed your mind a lot, and you've moved through very, very different probabilistic configurations on this statistical manifold, it will be as if there are lots of moments have passed, lots of these cognitive moments have, have changed. Uh, and then if you compare the number of cognitive moments or perceptual moments um, with the number of moments at higher or lower in your hierarchy, 
you can then probably get to an argument at least of relative time. So that would suggest to me that um, that you know, when you're young, you're changing your mind a lot per unit clock time. Uh, so there are lots of things that you are learning and that you are assimilating. Um, so it seems as if relative to some reference, um, possibly higher or lower in your hierarchical construction of the world, you've experienced lots of things in a day and you've done a lot of belief updating. Um, uh, whereas when you're old and you enjoy your routine and every day seems like the last, the degree of belief updating is, uh, is, seems much, much less. And that belief updating is interesting because that's actually also mathematically the complexity that we were talking about before in terms of compression. Uh, so uh, there's some lovely connections between um, the information rate and the information length, which is simply the KL divergence um, between um, or the relative entropy of um, infinitesimal changes in the um, the, um, the relative entropy of different beliefs as you move on a trajectory on a statistical manifold, um, which literally, if you interpret as updating Bayesian beliefs from priors to posteriors, that distance along that path or trajectory is literally the degree to which you change your mind in the sense of Bayesian belief updating. So the more updating you do, the or the greater number per unit clock time, um, then um, the greater your information rate and, and, and probably your sense of time, your sense of time dilation, that you've packed more or more things are happening per, per, uh, per unit clock time for you as a young person, as opposed to me as, as, a, as an older person. So that boils down to literally um, a sense of time um, um, being furnished by the rate at which you change your mind in the sense of Bayesian belief updating.